Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. So last time, Roger and I recorded a deep dive for Rumpelstiltskin, and we told you the first half would be no spoilers, and the second half would be spoilers. And we talked for so long about Rumpelstiltskin that we decided to split it into two episodes. You are now about to listen to the spoiler half of the Rumpelstiltskin deep dive. So be warned, spoilers are coming. Okay. So we are now going to switch to spoilers. Spoiler warning. You have been warned. We are going to talk about spoilers. Um, we are going to cover Seven because he is a big part of He's Seven. He's a big part of Seven. Um, we are going to talk about characters who you have heard of. But we're going to talk about things you have not seen, including things you'll see in this season and seasons going forward. Um, so yeah, if you don't want to be spoiled, stop. Keep watching. Come back to this later. Okay. I'm going to give a synopsis. Uh, just like we always do, I'm going to be quick. I covered the high points the, as as they only relate to Rumpel in each of the half seasons. So in 3B, which is where we are currently in the show, um, he is brought back to life by Belle and Neil, who were tricked by Zelina about what that meant. He gives up his dagger to Zelina to save Bay, And then as Bay is dying, because apparently bringing back the Dark One makes you die. Uh, I think it's a life for a life. Like the yes. Candle. Uh, Rumple takes Balefire into his body. He absorbs him. He absorbs him into his body. I don't um, think you should be the one to use that phrase, considering all the weird conversations we've had about <laughs> Rumple boys. Just saying. Um, and then he's captured by Zelina and forced to do her bidding. Uh, when they get back to Storybrooke, uh, Bay like comes out of his body and sacrifices himself so that he can tell everyone that Zelina is is the Wicked Witch. And then um, at the end of the season, he marries Belle, which is great. Uh, season 4 Ace, uh, he gives Belle his dagger, only to later swap it with a fake. I thought he always gave her a fake. Nope, he gave her the real one. Okay. Um, he then seeks the sorcerer's hat to free himself from being his power being tied to the dagger. Um, and he uses Hook as a pawn throughout that. And then he is banished from Storybrooke by Belle. He's <laughs> so loyal. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, I don't know, what what is the opposite of a hoe? This dude ain't loyal, I swear. It doesn't hit the same. Gotta be honest yeah, with you. well. I, I, I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> Season 4B, he works with the Queens of Darkness to find the author. And then he the, he works with the author. The author writes heroes and villains. And he makes Rumple a hero. In, in this story. Um, and he's with Belle. And then Rumpel's heart fully blackens and the darkness leaves his body and he falls into a comatose state. Season 5A, the dark swan revives him uh, so that, and tries to make him brave so that he can pull the sword from the stone. Uh, he defeats the bear, which is actually Merida, uh, so that he can save Belle and he becomes brave and then he's able to pull it out. Uh, he then uh, defeats Dark Hook <laughs> in, a, in a duel somehow. <laughs> somehow Rumpel with no powers defeats Hook the Dark One. <laughs> and he doesn't kill him. This is a short synopsis and I'm already angry at this season. <laughs> I'm already angry. Um. He kind of thinks he's won Belle back, but she's not so sure and doesn't really want to get back together. And then he tethers himself to the dagger so that when Hook sacrifices himself to kill all the Dark Ones, all of the power actually transfers to Rumpel. 
Genau. Ja. So, to keep Belle from finding out about that, he agrees to go with Emma and the heroes uh, to open a portal into the underworld to save Hook. And he, he actually goes with them. Uh, he finds out that Belle is pregnant with his child and despairs because he made a deal with someone for his secondborn child, which Hades is now going to cash in. Uh, Belle puts herself in a sleeping curse so that Hades can't take her child. Oh my god. You just read that. I It's really bad. Um, yep. I think that is a confluence of bad writing and uh, real life pregnancy. Uh, oh. I didn't know she was pregnant. Yeah, that's, that's what it happens. Um, Rumpel can't wake her up with True Love's Kiss, so he puts her in Pandora's box for safe traveling. Uh, and then he tethers the magic of Storybrooke to the Olympian crystal, or what's left of it, uh, but loses the box with Belle in it through the portal, and then he travels to the land of untold stories to go get Belle back. Season 6A, he uses the sands of Morpheus on Belle, and he meets their unborn son while he's in this dream, and her unborn son wakes her, but then tells her to stay away from Rumpel. These boys ain't loyal. I, that is maybe the most confusing bullet that I have ever read. Um, he forms an alliance and a romantic relationship with the evil queen, who is not Regina. Those are different people. I don't know romantic relationship a is sexual relationship. A, they don't have sex. They kiss one time. I, they it. kiss much more than one time. I can assure you that they were having sex. I don't think that's true. I think you just don't want that to be true. I don't want it to be true, but I don't actually think it's true. <laughs> um, and then he I think that's what you want to be true. It's not. Um, and then he tries to use the Shears of Destiny on his son, so Belle sends their son away with the Blue Fairy. Season 6B, he works with Belle to help their adult son get his heart back from the Black Fairy. We learn that the Black Fairy is in fact Rumpelstiltskin's mother, and Rumpelstiltskin was meant to be the savior, but the Black Fairy used the Shears of Destiny on him and cut away his destiny. Uh, he then makes a deal with the Black Fairy during her curse, but she betrays him, so he kills her. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and ultimately, he makes the right choice along with Emma and is rewarded by getting his son back as a baby. And then we move to season seven. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing at But she betrays him, so he kills her. <laughs> Ready? That's a Rumpelstiltskin summary, if I've ever this heard. This is a one. very succinct synopsis. Yeah. Um, in season seven, Rumpel, Belle, and Gideon are living kind of happily ever after on their adventures. Gideon is their son. Um, and Rumpel really wants to grow old with Belle and die with her and rid himself of the dagger and his curse. Uh, they travel to this land where Belle grows old and dies faster than time travels in real time, because, of course. Um, and this furthers his determination. He seeks someone called the Guardian to take his power and when he meets her, he can't, he, he like, can't inflict this burden on her. Uh, he, he makes the right choice. Yeah. And then he travels to Hyperion Heights along with everybody else in this curse where he becomes Detective Weaver. Uh, he forms a bond with Nook, <laughs> New Hook, love that, thank you, Robin, and Alice. Um, and then in the kind of final battle with Wish Rumple, I guess we can call him. Yeah. Uh, he gives Nook his own heart, which has because Hook's Hook's heart has been poisoned, um, and it saves Nook, 
and it kills Wish Rumple, and he also dies, and he saves everyone. And then he reunites with Belle in the afterlife. <sighs> that was a lot. <laughs> Things took a turn for Rumple in this act two. Um, they've made some choices for Rumple here that make me real upset. I guess before we start talking about other people, maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so this is what I was alluding to not too long ago. Without Neil, which, spoiler, Neil is dead, uh, his life's purpose flipped. And I think that's when his character went off the rails. We have a little time before not that much. happens. Not, not even a full But he's happy. Season. He's with Belle. He actually, like, gives her the dagger. Yeah, And but... all it took was seeing that fucking hat. No, Neil was the thing. Like, having... Like, Neil was always the thing that reminded him of the mistake of choosing power. Without that, it's different now. Like, it, 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 like his character flips to... I don't know what the fuck he is at this point. Well, he gets there eventually in the end. At and the season very six, end. In season seven, he makes the right choice. Well, at the end of season six and then throughout season seven, he makes the right choice. Seven, he goes back to who he was, but it's because Belle is dead. It's almost like the inverse. He loses Neil and loses himself. He loses Belle and realizes who he wants to be. But he doesn't fully ever go back to being who he was. Like, he he chooses not. Like, it would have worked. He could have given his power to Alice. And he no, chose what I mean by... When I say in seven, he go back to who he was. In seven, he goes back to the rumble of three A. He makes right choices. Yes, he's back to being the guy. Yeah, he can inflict that burn on Alice. He would have gotten what he wanted, and the old rumble would have taken that shortcut. Yeah, the new rumble would have taken that shortcut, but he can't do it. He just yeah. doesn't believe in doing that. I mean, like in three B, I actually don't think he's that bad. The choice to try to save Bay and give up his dagger, I actually criticized. Um, or uh, Snow and Charming for making this call when they gave up the dagger to Korra because you can't do that to save Johanna. I do understand a desperate father saying, I don't care what the consequence is. I will do whatever the hell it takes to get my son. That's more reasonable. Like, I buy that as a character choice. It was a dumb choice, potentially, because it doesn't even save Bay. And now crazy-ass Selena has the fucking dagger. But I get why I did it. And then everything else just goes off the fucking rails. 4A Rumple is the worst Rumple. I just don't... I I understand that he doesn't want to be in a position again like he was in 3B. He's not wrong Selena about was that. controlling him. Yeah. But the things that he's willing to do to I mean, get there. Using Hook is not a big deal. But me. it's not just Hook. He sucks. I know he hates fairies. But all those other fairies that aren't the blue fairy, they never did anything to yeah, him. Yeah, but all fairies can go to hell. And the sorcerer's apprentice. Well, they're rivals. I guess. But, like, that's not okay. You can't just, like, fill a hat with people. Emma! So, I hear you. <laughs> but at this point in the season, I was so sick and tired of Emma that I was okay <laughs> if he just straight murdered her. Oh, my God. The worst. But I just don't... I I feel like we've argued about this many times. I know. Belle banishing him from the town was the right thing to do. Okay. So, here's why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Here... What do you always say when I say they should kill people? What do heroes do? They find another way. You're his goddamn wife, and you're the person who cares about him. Find another. Snow White, under no circumstances, would have ever banished Charming. I don't give a shit what he did. She wouldn't do it. She'd find another way. She would never kick him out of the town. But how can you help a person that doesn't want to help themselves? Tell me Snow White would kick Charming out of that town. 
Charming isn't the dark one. If Charming became the dark one and did exactly what Rumpel did, tell me Snow White would kick him out of the town. No, she wouldn't do it. Exactly. I also can't imagine Charming making any of those choices. But it doesn't matter. Snow would never do that. Ever. She just wouldn't. And you know that. (laughs) If Snow did all those things, Charming would stay by her side. What would you have done? What is the third way? Just because I don't have an answer doesn't mean there's an answer. (laughs) I don't... What would you have done? You had to kill Cora, in my opinion, but you said, well, we just didn't need to do that. Okay, what's the better answer here? Sometimes we don't have the answer, but Cora needed to die. <laughs> it's got to go. And that, that, so that's the other thing is that, like, and also, at that point, Belle had never been the one to give up on Rumpel like that. Like, he's not, he's never done bad shit before. This time, they decided to be like, ah, drama. You're kicking your out. And I'm like, what is banishing him accomplish? I, I think that it, it felt more painful because of how much like he just lied to her through the entire half season oh yeah he does 100%. like he told her that she had the real dagger and he like basically in de- immediately in his him. defense he was smart not to give her the dagger <laughs> look what she did when she got but it. she wouldn't have done any of that if he hadn't been lying yes she would have she would have done all of those things if he was doing that she would have absolutely banished him but but he wouldn't have i don't know all right, fine. Yeah, I mean. Um, but he wouldn't have had to be banished if he didn't. Like, he's the one that made the choices. Sure, but <laughs> again, going back to my other analogy, if Snow White had Charming's real dagger and he did all those things, she would never be like, get the fuck out. She would find another. She might She might contain him. She might take away his power. But she would never just say, get out. And it, I, the other thing that's truly baffling to me about this half season, I mean, I actually really like, I think that it's fun to watch, but I just like don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I just like don't yeah. understand what Rumble's I mean, I don't think thing. 4A is a good season to watch. I don't, we're talking about 4B now. Well, I've moved to 4B. Oh, you've moved my, to 4B. Okay, brain. sorry. I, I, in my brain, I moved to 4B. Gotcha. Um, so they want to find the author yeah. to like rewrite their stories. And I understand that it like kind of becomes reality. Let's go back real quick. Yeah. The Sorcerer. He's in 4A. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes. What is that character from? And why are they rivals with the Dark One? Okay. Um, so they completely invented rivals with the Dark One. Yeah. And they're rivals because the Sorcerer controls the hat and the Dark One always wants the hat. But for the reason that Rumpel wants the to, hat. To remove the yes. power. To, numb, to like to be it. all powerful. Gotcha. Um, the Sorcerer's Apprentice is from... Fantasia mm-hmm. from the the song. Is that the Mickey Mouse? It's Mickey Mouse, and he's got the hat. He put he puts the hat on, and yeah. In in this story, the sorcerer is Merlin. I do not think that that is the case <laughs> in um, in Fantasia. I mean, it's a it's a. I don't think there's any words spoken, okay. <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of like a fun play, and they've like added because they're like rivals in this, and I didn't know if that was like. Thing. No, that's not a thing. I mean, the dark one is not a thing. That's fair. <laughs> Darkness. They they made that up for this show. Yeah. Okay, so we moved to 5B. Rumpel wants... 4B. 4B, sorry. Rumpel wants to be the hero. Like, that's what he wants. He, You're skipping ahead a few points. Right, there's a lot of things that happen. Yeah. But they want the author. Yeah. He wants the author mm-hmm. to write him as a hero. And so he can get a happy ending. I think he wants a happy ending. But it's so interesting to me. I mean, I guess Regina is also pursuing the same thing in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it feels like a lie. Like it just doesn't nor- that doesn't seem like something that that Rumple would want. Not at all. Like I think the concept. <laughs> like a happy ending. Yes, Rumple wants a happy ending. I think Heroes and Villains was good, but it did put the characters in this odd spot. Where like I just don't buy. That's what they would want. Yeah, they could have went for that with a curse. And I guess to be fair. 
they, they, he, he kind of like implied to the author when he wanted, but the author wrote it. Yeah. Like Rumpel did not write it. But it was very clear this is what Rumpel wanted. But he should. But the want details. This. Did he? Did he flesh in the details? But yeah, I mean, he's just. He's just like a. He's in a dream, essentially. Yeah, and Belle is so like blah. In it. I'm like, that's not even. That's not the person that you like. <laughs> uh, that's closer to the person that he likes than like Lacey. Yes. <laughs> but she's like nothing. Actually, it's just Belle. Um... Well, okay, think about this. Belle's whole thing is that she wants adventure and she wants to be a hero, and. Belle's just, like, sitting at home with their kid while he's off being at night? I don't think so. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect woman. <laughs> she's, like, she's quiet. She's quiet. <laughs> she's just at home. Yeah, actually, you're right. That's not anything at all what he likes about Belle. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, this, this just doesn't... <laughs> this seems like the kind of thing where... We talked about this in season two where Rumpel goes, yeah, this is fun for a little bit, but you're not who I want. Well, and I think... I guess... It's something I haven't ever really thought about before that they don't ever directly say. Because um, they spend all this time mm-hmm. trying to find the author. So Because villains can't have happy endings. Mm-hmm. But what Regina and Rumpel actually learn throughout the show is there are no shortcuts to being a hero. Like, you have to ch- make the right choices over and over and over again. So, to Rumpel's defense, Regina never saw herself as a villain. She believed other people saw herself as a villain. Rumpel saw himself as a villain. Yes, but he she later accepts that. Yes, but what I'm saying is that he wouldn't believe that there is a path to a happy ending because he knows, he, he believes he is truly a villain. So I think what he is essentially going for, and I don't know this, but I'm speculating, my wife has kicked me out and my son is dead. All I have is a shortcut. So why yeah. the fuck not? I guess. I but, mean, the, but a shortcut to, like, a thing that he doesn't actually, like, that isn't what he would actually want. I don't know. It's just weird. It is weird. Doesn't make sense. But it's better than what he had, which was being cast out and living in New York in, like, squalor. Yeah. I mean, he's living in, like, Ursula's apartment. It's a low point for gold. It's low. I mean, and isn't she, like, dating the knave? What? Isn't Belle dating the knave at some oh, point? Oh, yeah. It's like, Ursula? I don't think so. Going back to these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> she moved on quick. She did. Yeah, yeah, she did. Uh-huh. Uh, 5A. I actually, one of the one of the bright spots of 5A is how much we get to see Rumpelstiltskin being the dark one in the Enchanted Forest. Or Camelot or whatever. Oh, God. I mean, he's just so good. <laughs> so It's I not said, actually him, though. He's just a figment of... Well, he's kind of a figment of Emma's imagination. Well, sort we find of. out they're kind of there. Yeah, but it's not actually like... Our Rumpelstiltskin, like, being there. Yeah. But, yes, apparently they are apparently actually there. Apparently they're all there, yeah. <laughs> um, so, the whole thing, I mean, the blackened heart, right? So, you've mentioned this many times, because I always say, like, well, what's with another body on the fire? And you're like, well, there is a real cost, right? Like, <laughs> it, Too far. <laughs> he he got a little too close to the line. Got too close to the he, town line. He passed the line. And, he went uh, over the line. He went over the line. His and, heart fully blackened. And it's like charcoal. Yeah. And All of the light went out. And it kills him, right? Well, I think that he falls into just a like, I don't know, like he's he's in he's a blank slate. He's yeah. nothing. He's in a coma, but the darkness leaves his body. Yeah, and it and it yeah okay. Dark Swan is not a good season. Just there are things that I like about it, but agree. <laughs> None of them involve Emma. I disagree with that. Of course you do, because you are the pass-blocking offensive lineman for Emma. You will defend her at all costs. That is not true. Um, um, 
I have shared several times when I agreed with you about Emma. I've chosen her as a loser several times. Anyway, uh, but she's her plan was stupid, and oh, her plan was oh. so stupid. Oh gosh, so dumb. <laughs> but not about Rumple. No, but what? Well, actually, her plan with Rumple was dumb. She wanted to make him brave. I. Uh... Why are you taking the hardest path? Rumple is a coward by nature. Well, because she needed, for some reason, she needed someone that was like a blank slate. And someone who like had no purely, darkness in their heart. Purely brave, yeah. I Is guess. that not charming? No, for the same reason that it's not Snow. Well, Snow, we know, had a darkened heart. She, she killed Korra. The thing with the egg. Oh, that's right. Isn't Belle pure of heart? Nope. Oh, The no. thing with the Anna. The thing with the rock. Ugh. <laughs> God, I hate frozen. Isn't Henry pure of heart? Henry's gotta be pure of heart. Yeah. She couldn't do it to she her son. She wouldn't do though. it to her son. Yeah. Although, I don't know, she uh, rips those memories out of that little girl and breaks her son's heart to get those tears. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> that was the fucking worst. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Dark Hook is just, I've said many times, Dark Belle would have been cool. Dark Charming would have been cool. Dark Snow was super hot. Dark Hook is dumb as fuck. That's just Hook. He's just more fantastic. All right, back to Rumple. No, I'm just saying, but like, these are all the things that like Rumple is dealing with, and I'm sitting there like, why did you give him this? This isn't interesting. Like, we went from, like, look, I like all the action stuff with Peter Pan and all that was good. I like the emotional moments with Neil. Him being played by Dark Swan, him being cast out by Belle, and him having to fight Dark Hook, saying those lines is angering me, yeah. let alone having to witness it. Like, none of this is interesting. Yeah. It's like they forgot about who, what made his character good and turned him into just like this, I don't know what the fuck he is right now. I I feel like it just continues to get worse in 5B. <laughs> well, and then they do the whole Bell will they, won't they bullshit. All the, like the, the, Their relationship turns from fun to awful. Like, at this point, it's just, I wish they'd never gotten back together until 7. It's just terrible. Yeah, I feel like we needed. I feel like he needed to go through this somehow, but it is it is painful. To Why watch. did he need to go through? this? I don't know. None of this was. There's, there's no growth from this. Well, yeah, he like went backwards, and now he's like regrowing, which is weird. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He actually backslides and gets what he wants. He gets his power back, and he gets actually exactly what he was going he's for. Alone. He was alone anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just it wasn't like. You know, we talked about, like, okay, Regina would struggle and go forward and come back. Rumpel, like, fell all the way down the cliff, got to a low point for chasing the thing that cost him, and then somehow works his way back to it. What was the lesson we learned I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, and on top of that, all of the characters around him got worse significantly. Belle gets terrible. Hook gets terrible. Okay, Emma's always terrible, so whatever. But, like, none of this, like... Pan and Rumple, that was fun, and that was great, and we got to see cool things out of it. None of this makes any sense, nor is it, like, cool. Yeah. 5B, actually, I don't think is that bad. But Belle think... and Rumple and 5B, I mean, Belle... I actually think 5B is a much better um, re- uh, representation of their relationship. Belle makes wildly bad decisions. Like, Belle... wildly bad. Belle always makes wildly and bad I, decisions. And that's not true. You, you've you tried to... Like, when we when we came back into... When we started rewatching and doing yeah. this podcast, you've been like... Oh, Belle actually is like better than I think Belle is. And like 5B Belle is the worst Belle. You mean like when she goes onto the pirate ship after he yeah, specifically that's a, that's told a bad, her not to that's do a it? Bad, that's bad. Okay. 
Um, that so we get that bell all the time now. It's just that, and it's just always that. Put Bell puts herself in a sleeping curse so that Hades can't take her child. Although I'm sorry, I know that this is we're talking about Rumple here, yeah. but I just have to talk about for a minute when Rumple brings Bell back in Pandora's box and goes to her father and asks him to wake her up, and he won't do it. Just to punish Rumple, worst father, worst parent of all time. You think you pick Peter Pan's worst? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. That's just really bad. Mo can take third. I mean, who's, who's two? Cora. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like, and we I, I feel like if if Mo French, Mo, Mo French, French, if hey, Mo, hey, French Mo French was was had like any brain cells or like any degree of magical power, he might be worse. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, like he, he's he's so nothing that like it's mostly benign, and he still manages to be like a worthless piece of shit. I think what's problematic about Mo is that he thinks he's doing the right thing. I yeah. Like Peter Pan knows she's a piece. Sending of shit. your daughter over the town yeah. line so yeah. that she loses her memory, so that she can't be in love with Rumpelstiltskin, is really bad, Mo. But it's okay because remember, Belle equates the two of them. <sighs> Belle, the one that you said doesn't make constantly bad decisions, always is making bad decisions. Not always. She makes good decisions in sometimes. In the sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you're right. In the sometimes she makes great. She's really good with information. I think she's actually kind of bad with people. Sure, that could be. Um, but also, this 5B does have one of the, now I want to say like best lines, but best points. And I think it's not Rumple slapping Bell down, but it's the point where he's like, you know what? You are always complaining about my power and you're always sick and tired of my magic. But every time you need something, you come running to me to use my dark magic. So which one is it? You know who I am. You either like me and my power and you accept me or leave me the hell alone. And she kind of sits there and is like, I was like, yep, that's well, exactly what he should have said to her ass. I agree. Like, I agree with that. But it's the same thing that, like, Henry was asking of Regina. Yeah. Like, mm. if he just would make the right choices. Regina, Henry was never asking Regina to use magic. He was never actually saying that. He was actually saying just be done with it. Except like when they need to make a sleeping curse so that Charming can go under and then talk to Snow. Henry didn't ask him to do that. She didn't ask her to do that, but he was fine with her doing it. And they have a conversation about how he's fine with it because she's helping people. Yes, he is okay with him them doing it. He's also 10. Yeah. Like, okay, the rationalization of a 10-year-old boy should be worse than a grown-ass woman. And she just is, what is this crap? Like, if you don't want him to do it, stop asking him for help. It's like they say all the time when I'm, I'm always like, you guys call him the scourge and say that he's the problem, but you go running to him for help every single time. You need, like, who's the problem here? She's just as bad as all of them. And, God, the sleeping curse is so stupid. The sleeping curse is so bad. I mean, so again, bad. they were trying to find a way to temporarily write her off the show. I get it. I would rather, instead of casting him out, had they just, she left. Well, They should just let her leave. Also, they, like, it's like they created their own problem. Yeah. Because, like, she was just in Storybrooke, mm-hmm. and they weren't in Storybrooke. Mm-hmm. So, like, she could have just been in, in Storybrooke. Like they did in 3A? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when Snow goes back to Storybrooke during this half season because she, the actress, is also pregnant. For the second time. Yes. Like, come on! <laughs> Does that mean Charming was actually present for the planting? Yes. <laughs> 
charming was pleasant um, present for the planting. Wow, it's hard to say. Another mistake that they made is they try to introduce the Bell and Rumple child. And I get what they're going for, but I just don't care. Neil is his child. Neil is the one that I saw him spend 200 years trying to get back. I just don't care about kid number two. I, I, I just, it feels like a compromise. I want to see Neil at this point. I think that... Even young Bellfire would have been fine. Like, let him redo the portal thing and let him get to raise him from then. But, like, this kid just feels like a compromise to me. I don't really have any problem with them having... I guess it's it's all of the conflict that's around them having a child. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't actually mind... Like, they're happy and they have a child, but that's not what happens. But that's not what happens. They kind of, like, accidentally have a child. Mm-hmm. And, I like, they're married, but, like, they're not really together. But they're sleeping together. I think, yeah, they, like, slept together once and then Belle decided she didn't want to be together. I don't know. Like, why does there have to be so much conflict here? Like, I think it's, I think it's nice. And I don't think that Neil would have a problem with his father, like, moving on. Sure. And, like, having another child. Mm-hmm. But, like, having, just using it as this, like, weird pawn. I mean, they them. even do that stupid scene, you know, where he goes into the hospital. They're trying to keep him out. And Regina's trying to do the spell. And he's like, I will have this baby. And they have to, like, turn him into this monster, you know. It's just, it's bad. It's such a bad scene. And then she gives it up to the Blue Fairy. It's that whole thing where they try oh, to Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it's a terrible. It's, and why would you, why? Like, I understand. Like, I, I truly understand. Rumpel does some really awful shit sure. in 6A. He, sure. like, walks her on that ship and then she almost dies he because isn't. Dr. Jekyll is actually the monster. He isn't wrong. He absolutely should have locked her on that ship. No. 100%. Belle cannot be trusted. She, I'm sorry. We just literally had a conversation where she put her ass into a sleeping curse and gave her baby away <laughs> to the Blue Fairy. You, you really think that, she, This happens before that. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. The, yeah. She's still pregnant when he locks her on the ship. She had the baby at the end of 5B. You literally just put it right here. Or does that happen in 6A? It definitely happens in 6A. Sorry, sorry, y'all. She has the baby in 6A. Okay. So basically what you... Because I was like, <laughs> wait a second here. Because you, you have it... The, wait, she's in the sleeping curse, so she can't have a kid? But then she doesn't have the baby until 6A? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so... Damn it! So the reason that she wants to go under the sleeping curse is because in 3B, no, in 3B, wait, who does that with the baby, with the thing? To 3B or not 3B? Okay. In 5A, in 5A, (laughs) uh, Zelina is pregnant. Yep. And Emma... The dark swan speeds up her pregnancy because she needs... Oh, yeah. She, well, not because she needs the baby. She actually needs Selena to not have the baby inside yeah. of her. Um, and Belle is worried that Hades is going to speed up her pregnancy. Yeah, to get the baby. To get the baby. So she goes into the, she goes into the sleeping curse. And then um, she wakes up from the sleeping curse, and that is in 6A. Mm-hmm. And she's still pregnant. Like, for the most of that time. Okay. But then later, um, the black fairy speeds up her pregnancy. <laughs> so she did all that for naught. Yeah. Um, either way, Belle had shown that she had the abil- inability to make intelligent decisions. Locking that her doesn't mean you can just lock her up. You yourself said it in a podcast that she's going to keep making bad decisions, maybe locking her up at the right call. I don't believe that I said that. <laughs> Well, 
you know what? We're going to go back in time, and you can argue with yourself. Great. Cool. Love that. All right. Uh, we kind of came around. Now we're talking in 6A a little bit. We got the sun. The, the Shears of Destiny agreed a terrible... Let's just get to this, because this has been the conflict that we've had the most time with. This romantic relationship that you think happened with the Evil Queen did not happen the way you remember they it. They definitely have sex. This is definitely like when you thought that she went to him for help in season one and he wasn't even awake. You've just completely misremembered this entire thing. They're not even a couple. That only happens in front of Belle like that one time and then they like never really touch No, it happens in front of Zelina also. What, the kiss? Yes. They're just like making out. Are you Googling this now? I'm going to Google it right now. <laughs> Are you Googling, do Rumple and the Evil Queen have sex? No. I don't want that on my... Um... <laughs> you don't want that on your search history? No, because you weird uh, shippers probably would have video and cartoons, and I don't want to see that. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I think that's a very real thing. Oh, good God. Gold Queen is an actual thing. I hate my life right now. Of course it's a thing, Roger. I just wish it wasn't. Remember how many Charming and Hook... Shippers there were? No, I blocked that out of my brain. <laughs> I did not know that. It's weird. Pe two people can only be so adversarial and not have their be That's just... You think... <laughs> no, I don't you think You think that. Zelina and uh, Rumpel have energy? Because they're very adversarial. Yeah, they oh God, definitely have energy. Well, she's in love with Rumpel. Oh, that's right. I mean, not necessarily in a like romantic way, but like she loves him. You're not going to be able to find it, Roger. I'm going to find it. It's just not a thing. Fine, I'll just keep talking. Keep going. <clears throat> All right. Uh, then we get to this 6B stuff where we find out that the Black Fairy is his mother. I did think it was pretty interesting. I don't really like the Black Fairy storyline at all. I did think it was pretty interesting. It was out of place. That Rumpel was the savior. You wanted it to happen immediately after Pam. Honestly, 3B should have ended with Black Fairy, and then the Black Fairy brings back Pan, and now they've got to unite to defeat Rumpel's evil parents. Mm. Actually, even give me, like, I don't know, Dark Fairy, Peter Pan, and some other, like, little evil twisted entity, like Young Cora, versus, you know, Rumpel, Neil, and Emma. Go. That'd have been fun. <laughs> yeah. Why the hell not? Um... Yeah, I don't... I'm not actually sure. I'm excited to talk. <laughs> Sorry. Once Upon a Time gave us the kiss that no one asked for, no one wanted, and I'm pretty sure no one enjoyed. <laughs> That's TV Guide, <laughs> folks. I just... I'm glad that my opinion has been validated about how no one wanted this bullshit. Well, clearly some people wanted it because they're Skull Queen shippers. Those people aren't real humans. They are real humans. They might be listening to this podcast. I apologize to you if you're listening to this podcast. I don't. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um, Glass of bleach would be better is one of the comments. <laughs> uh, I wish the Black Fairy was more interesting. I did think it was interesting that Rumple was the savior and she she took away his destiny. I didn't actually like that at all. Why? I liked... I think there was something interesting about Rumple being who he is. And this is why I wanted her in 3B because of, you know, you're kind of a product of your parents. I don't need Regina to be the savior. I think knowing Regina was a product of Cora and Henry was interesting. Knowing the Black Fairy as his mom and then Peter Pan as his father helps me know who Rumple is. 
him originally supposing to be the savior is kind of, I don't know, lame to me. Like, I don't want that. I think that it helped. Well, I don't, one, I don't really understand. I guess all the rules for what makes a savior. <laughs> I'm assuming it's changed, uh, Because Aladdin is also a savior and he doesn't even have any parents. Um, well, that's not true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was important for Rumple to know that he could be good. Because I think that's something he has a really hard time understanding. Which is confusing because he sacrifices himself at the end of 3B. <laughs> but here we are. Let's just stop talking about anything that is not Rumple in season seven, because Rumple is actually in season seven is actually like one of the bright spots of season seven. <laughs> okay, so okay, what's the ending choice that he makes in season seven? Six. In I know what it is in seven. Um. Okay. So. Oh, well, let's talk about it real quick. The Black Fairy, his mom, casts her own curse because, of course, we go back to this curse trope far too often, and but she straight up betrays him for I don't again I've said this many times. Why do characters always try to screw Rumple? Why don't they just give him what he wants and let him leave them alone? She screws him for no reason, other than just being completely crazy. It and doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. I'm assuming the actress must have not been available. Maybe they just couldn't get her. Yeah. Because she was starting to fade out. But she basically makes an enemy of an awake Rumple. Because Henry's awake and Rumple's awake. That's the only reason the Black Fairy loses here. If Rumple doesn't get involved, it's over. Yeah. What a dumbass. I, it doesn't make any sense. I said this about Zelina. Like, why, why, are you always, why are people always trying to screw the dark one over? He, what does Regina say? He makes a great ally, but he makes a superlative enemy. Yeah. Just don't do that. And then he, he does something at the end? Okay, I, I so, I yeah. I was trying to find the exact quote, but I can't find it, but it's fine. Um, so there's like a prophecy or something. Um, <laughs> and uh, what? What? Okay. Um. Stop Are we're we're past this now, Roger. Oh, I'm definitely not past. <laughs> Screen rant. Dark One helps. Oh, this is Rumpelstiltskin, Virginia. Dark One helped manipulate the young girl into becoming addicted to power and guided her down the twisted path that turned her into an evil queen. The two villains frequently walked the line between enemies and being friends, but their relationship was never particularly romantic. Check. Mate. Oh, I hear you think that's a mic drop. Okay, fine. Um... Okay, so there was like a prophecy or something, and Emma and Rumple, light and dark, both had to make the right decision. Simultaneously? So, yes. So Emma's decision, she's battling Gideon, the adult Gideon. Oh, yes. Um, Who is terrible. Yeah, he's just not good. Um, he has basically no character. and Well, he's like a stand-in for Neil. I don't agree with that. He's I, he's the thing that drives Rumple to do the things he does. Yeah, but they like actually didn't give him any characters. He's a bad stand-in for Neil. Yeah. Um, and Emma, how, she she can't if she kills him to like she's darkens her heart and darkness wins. Mm -hmm. If she dies, darkness wins. So she makes the right choice in that she doesn't kill him, and Rumple makes the right choice in that he doesn't. I forget this every time because it doesn't make any sense. No. He, like, goes into a cave and he's, like, looking for his heart and he, like, can't find it. Looking for Gideon's heart. Yeah. And then he, like, doesn't choose power or something. I don't know. He makes the right choice. It's very complicated. He makes the right choice. Chelsea's seen this eight times. Eight times. And you still don't understand what Yeah, happened. it's weird. 
I, I actually remember the last time I watched it, I like looked it up and I, it's confusing. One of the things I will say that I think the mistake of 3B, 4, 5, and 6 is, is that early on in the kind of seasons, what they were going for was simplistic enough. How to get there was complicated, but you kind of knew. Season 1, break the curse. Um, honestly, I don't know what the hell the plan was in season 2. That shit was just dumb. But they're trying to get home. Chorus trying to become the Dark One, and I don't remember what the Outsiders wanted. Something They wanted to destroy magic. Sure. So, but it's <laughs> relatively basic. Yeah. 3A, Pan wants to stay eternally youthful. Simple, easy to digest goals, and then how you get there is interesting. And then something happens in Act 2 where all of a sudden we're like, what are they going for? Very confusing. It just gets perplexing. Very confusing. And in some ways, Season 7 is a tra- travesty. But in some ways... Some of the storylines get a little simpler. I think seven is better than you give it credit for. I just don't. I mean, I don't. I really, really don't like Gothel, especially. Oh, sure. Like, I just, like, do not find her interesting. Her motivations are weird. Like, what she's trying to do doesn't make any sense. I just don't get it. I'm pretty sure, and this is just me, I'm pretty sure I like seven more than I like 6B, 6A, 5A, 4A, and potentially 3B. Oh, my God. That I definitely do not feel that way. Um, I don't remember enough about 3D. The, the thing that drives me forward through most of the show is the characters, and half of them go away in seven. So I like have a really hard time, and like I just am not. I I have no interest in this new Henry. I'm just not into new. New Henry, Henry I'm not a big fan of. I don't like Ella. Um, yeah, I also don't like Ella. It was fun to see Regina cursed. It was yeah, and I I, I actually think Rumple's story in season seven is pretty interesting. Detective Weaver. Detective Weaver, and I think he his relationship with Alice is really interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, agree. Um, and that that choice that he makes not to not to get rid of her power, and I understand his I understand his motivation here. Like he wants to grow old like a normal person. Well, he's also he was always trying to get to Neil, so we knew what the yeah. Dark One was trying to do. Now he's trying to get to Belle. It, they gave him a simple goal yep. again. He's just trying to get to the love of his yeah. life. Though. I will say one thing that's very interesting is that we heard a line where he tells Neil, you're my happy ending. Seven directly contradicts that because that means his happy ending is not Neil anymore. That's actually not what he says. He says, you're my happy ending. My redemption is. And I feel like I think he got that. And I think that he feels like Neil also like he God, forgave it, him enough, so we're done. And and Neil got what he wanted, which yeah. was to save everyone. That's fair. Like I, I think he feels very resolved in where he settled with his son. I feel like if you asked Rumpel what is his happy ending, it is Belle and Neil together with him. Although in um in five B We see him briefly. No, in um in Heroes and Villains, the author asks him if he wants Neil. Yeah. And he says no. He's like, nope. Like, I we I have, like, settled my story with my son. He had his own happy ending and redemption. Like, not redemption, but, like, he had his own heroic moment. Like, I don't want to take that away. That's shocking because I always felt Neil died for nothing. So, okay. He didn't die for nothing. He... I don't want to go too far on the Neil thing. I thought the way that they used his death was super unfulfilling. Mm. That is... That is a... To me, the thing that Neil's death should have represented was a vendetta that Rumpel will never settle. That should have been like Pan's final fuck you. 
fine. You're not going to give me eternal youth. I'm going to kill your life's work. And if he kills Neil right there, then all of the other things that Rumpel does would have made sense if he's going to say, like, I, I, now revenge is my destination and I'm going to go get Pan. I'm going to go find him in the underworld or find him wherever the hell he's at and I'm going to spend the rest of my life. And that's why he is now driven. That would make more mm-hmm. sense to me than just randomly doing it. Um, I, so I do think, I like Seven, I think, more than you like Seven. Part of it is that Emma's gone, which I was so sick and tired of Emma. Um, I do like, what, is her name Ronnie? Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie. I think Regina's interesting. Detective Weaver's interesting. Nook, which is hilarious to me. I think Nook, Nook and Rumple being friends. They're both cursed, but Nook and Weaver being friends is kind of funny. What is his name? Detective Rogers? Yeah. Yeah. Like Jolly Roger. Um, oh, duh. Also, I just picked up Detective Weaver because of... <laughs> That's funny. Definitely was like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of dumb. Their friendship is, I mean, the choice that Rumpel makes at the end to give his heart to Nook is like, I I mean, I could barely talk about it without crying. It's beautiful. So that to me is the other part that is shocking to me is that at the end, Rumpel gets it right. Well, and it's not just, it's beautiful both because of the friendship he has with with Hook, but also Alice. Like he did this for Alice too. That's the thing. It's like the the rumple that we had found with Neverland disappeared yeah. for two and a half, three, three and a half seasons, just vanished. They wrote a completely new character, and then Seven went, "Our bad." <laughs> here you go. Here's, here's the this. here's the rumple from Three A. And we still get because we have the wish the wish Rumpelstiltskin, <sighs> which is right. is annoying for a variety of reasons. Oh, but geez. I like watching Rumpelstiltskin sure. be Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, yeah. So we like still got to see Rumpelstiltskin being evil, but like also got the fulfillment of Rumpelstiltskin the character making the right choice. I also liked the like one of the best kill scenes. Like Rumpel has some really good kill scenes, but when he rips his heart and he says, this is when he drops a line where he says, my greatest regret was ever becoming the dark one. I was like, I don't know about that, buddy. I think dropping your son is your life's biggest regret. Mm-hmm. But then he gives it to Nook, essentially, and says, which is also, I like the parallel of Hook poisoned his heart back in the day. And he ends up saving Hook's poisoned heart mm-hmm. by giving him his own. And then he says, no more rumple. And then you see the dark one show terror for one of the rare times. And he goes, wait, I'm no about more to die. Rumple? No more rumple. And then just... <laughs> They kind of Avengers poof him out of the way. Yeah, they do. He um, turns to ash. I also like when he... I don't know where he's at at that point. I thought he was in hell or purgatory because it's just black. And he has a look on his face that goes, shit. I fuck. Like, he kind of looks like he knows he's in trouble until he hears Bell. And then he... Well, like, and I think that was actually truly important because he didn't make the choice because yeah. he thought that it would get him Bell. He, he did it because that's what a hero should do. Yeah. I mean, he... He wanted to die to hopefully get to Bell, but yeah. he made the choice for the right reason. Well, and it was also the only way to kill Witch Rumple. Yeah, it was. And we learned that, that you can yeah. only kill your doppelganger by killing mm-hmm. yourself. But also the fact that they had come such a long way that it went from ultimate rivalry, vengeance, to I will sacrifice sacrifice myself for you. It was like, oh, look at that. Even though it's not the same hook, but it kind of is. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same hook all the way up until... Um, when does the Wish the Realm start? Wish Realm is in There's no... Um, Regina doesn't die. Or Regina doesn't cast the curse. So he's like that's the same right. person up until a certain point. Also, And that's, then his life kind of diverts. Like, he never meets Emma, etc. Yeah. So he, and, like, his life is a little different. And Wish Rumple is demented because Regina never cast the curse and just left Belle in the tower. And she died. Yeah. And he is 
So that Rumple is bent, hell bent on revenge. Yes. He's just pissed at the world, and he's going to essentially take everyone's happy. Like, it's interesting to finally see that side of Rumple, like the side you said, yeah. like, oh, he wants revenge. Like, Rumple, who actually wants revenge, is terrifying. Because he yeah. doesn't give it, he's going to kill everyone. Yeah. He's just going to. Well, and he can. Yeah. I mean, he is a. If they wanted to make him the villain of the season, that's what they should have made it. Like, I mean, Jesus, that convoluted plot he comes up with to write, like, everyone's own individual hell into books. Jesus. Dark. Using Henry? Wish Henry. Wish because Henry? Because he's, he's also the author. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, and then he said he went around looking for Henry that needed to make a deal. Because a bunch of them would say no, and then he finally found one yeah. that would say yes. But didn't you love the scene where we got to watch Blue being sucked into her own personal hell? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Well, and now we know why Rumpel hates fairies. The dark fairy. Yeah, if the dark fairy was 3B, that would have been better. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also just... The, the thing that they lost in the later seasons are the relationships, which is where I think Rumpel was at his most interesting. Mm-hmm. His relationships with the Charming, his relationships with Belle, his relationship with Neil. And in the season seven, you start to get that the relationship with Alice is really cool. His relationship with Nook is really cool. Um, the episode, there's not, I think there's maybe two top five, top ten episodes. Beauty is one of them. Oh, God. Beauty is amazing. I mean, that, like, up parallel oh, yeah. is... I, I actually... The, the episode is not that good. Only that part of the episode I'm sorry, is good. The flashback. <laughs> that is a top five flashback. Yeah, it's it's fabulous. It's also the Rumpel and Bell that I wanted the whole time. Like, yeah. that's the Rumpel and Bell that's great. Well, and something that I really like about that... Um, we, uh, we often get this idea, like, across all genres of things. Like, romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. Like romances, action, like anything, that it's boring to watch people be happy. And beauty is, like, evidence that that is not true. I mean, to be fair, that's a, like, small snippet, so it's a little bit easier to watch it. Um, I think what people are saying is that, like, over seven seasons. Sure, but also, like, for the most part, Snow and Charming are happy. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can have external things that cause problems. That doesn't mean... Or one of the things that I love about Schitt's Creek... Yeah. Is how Moira and Johnny, like, are not what you would expect of a couple like that. Like, it's like they're always in love all the time, and they're not cheating on each other. They're nope. not superficial. Yeah, they're they're genuinely good people to each other. Even though they're both kind of crazy, yeah, they love each other for their crazy. Totally. That so I guess that's yeah. That's what I wanted with Rumble and Belle. As I wanted, I I liked initial part where she accepted him for who he was, yeah. and he respected that. And then they just, yeah, and then they come back, but. Rumple, I love you. Writers, why why we got to do that? The, yeah, I think you're right. The relationships are missing from the later seasons, and the motivations just don't make sense. It, it, they it, just don't make sense. Act two was a bad, like, it was not logical to me. It, it, almost like they took a different writing staff and said, like, okay, write Rumpelstiltskin. And you're like, is this the same character? Well, and the same with the heroes and villains. Like, my issue with it, Rumple wouldn't ever want something that wasn't actually real. Nope. Also with the curse in 6B. Like, why would he want to be living under a curse that's, like, not real? He could have made a fake Neil if he wanted to. He had that kind of But that's not what he wanted. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, that that whole... It was like they forgot all the things they built up about Rumpel and said, nah, this is not... Him... You made a great point at the beginning. After what happened with Zelina essentially killing um, Rumpel... 
Neil. Or um, Zelina killing Neil. Rumpel's point of I will never let this dagger control me is valid. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but then we get into he's not the only character that does this. They do this all the time. It's like the, the entire Dark Swan plot is the problem. You could just say. I know. You could just say, Rumple, and then they would help you. I know. That. that. <laughs> they, they create unnecessary... This is one of the things I always get annoyed with in Charming and Snow do this. And they do it often, but it's like, Charming, just tell her you've been poisoned. Yeah. Just, just, just do it. Have an adult conversation. Rumple, you're like, look, this dagger... And they already had this conflict with Cora. This dagger is a problem. We need to deal with this. Help me get untethered from this dagger so I don't have to be somebody else's weapon and have my son die. Everyone would be like, I'm in. Yeah, I don't... Well, and actually, that would have been pretty interesting to watch because at no point, while we get to see Rumple like, helping them with certain mm-hmm. things, like, we never get to see them all, I guess, 3A. 3 um, But we we rarely get to see them all, like, working together towards the same 5B. goal. 5B? They go to hell. He has a very different agenda. He just brought them there because he didn't want Belle to find out. <laughs> um, yes, but he is helping them. Kind of screws them over, but he does have... Oh, he does have my... F- is that my favorite moment of his? When he pushes that witch into the... um, What's it called? <sighs> when he pushes Mila... Into the River of Souls? Oh, River of Lost Souls? River, yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Just I, just, beautiful. I just don't... I, I, we, we, we have moved past that, Rumple. We have moved past oh. that. You already killed her once. No, we've never moved past that. Like, remember I told also, you... Also, like... Is it not the whole the whole concept of the of this show mm-hmm. is that people can see everyone deserves a second chance yeah. and people can seek redemption. Sure. Why did Mila not deserve that? Because she abandoned her son and can burn in hell. Yeah, but she's like trying to fix that. She like literally helped them. Did she even apologize for it? To who? To Rumple. I don't know that she has to apologize to Rumple. I think she has to apologize to Bay. Well, she can't apologize to Bay. I know. Bay's up there. But she could apologize <laughs> to Rumpel. He's up there. <laughs> I mean, that's what he says, right? He yeah. says that he's up there. He's happy. That's the thing. She she never even expresses regret. I don't think that's true. I, I All we hear is Hook say it. I never recall her saying, I'm sorry for abandoning our son. I'm pretty sure she, Maybe she literally does. says that in that episode. About time. She still deserves <laughs> to. I also, uh, like... So there are a lot of people who deserve second chances. This show does not say everyone deserves a second chance. Pan does not deserve a second chance. No, that's true. Cora, well, Cora did not deserve a second chance. We didn't talk about that, but we do see Pan again in the underworld. Uh-huh. That's also one of my favorite moments. Uh, well, and I... I felt like... <laughs> that, I, that The show kept toying with us at this point. Because I remember thinking, like... New Rumple, like good Rumple, would make the right choice. He's not, because Pan asks him to take the heart out of someone. Yeah. And he chooses Robin. And Rumple makes it look like he has taken Robin's heart. And I was like, New Rumple would not do that. He would not make that choice. He would not trade a life of another person for, I mean, regardless of the fact that he has complicated feelings about his father. No, he doesn't have complicated feelings about him. (laughs) But he wouldn't. He wouldn't take someone else's heart to save. Like, he just wouldn't yeah. do that. 3A Rumpel would not do that. Um, not someone he cared about. But then... But he also, he's tricking his But father. now I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I what I like about Rumpel, and this is maybe the part you don't like, is that the people who have crossed him pay a price. Mm. Whether it's Mila or Pan. He's not really playing with the second chance bullshit. He's like, you know what? 
You cross the line. Fuck you. I'm going to make you pay. And he does. He makes them both pay. They go, both go to the river of lost souls. I think he makes Pan drink the water. He, he puts water inside of the heart. Yeah. So the water is like inside of Pan. Yeah. So he, he's, he did. Good. And I don't. He the, did forever. And I don't feel bad about it. Forever, like, ever. Yeah. There, there are many inconsistencies when they come to the, the one thing that he always does do though, like same with the Zelina, right? Zelina, he kills Zelina and they like make it seem like he was wrong for killing Zelina. Like, don't, don't exact revenge on her. Like she killed Neil. Fuck that shit. He didn't need to kill her. Yeah, he did. And actually because he did, it caused a fucking problem. Mm, it caused a problem because Emma couldn't fucking listen. I mean, what would you do if you saw a weird light thing shining up? Like it wasn't going to close. They I'm talking about when they go in the past, just don't interfere. Like, I've watched Back to the yeah, Future. But the portal wouldn't have opened at all if, if he Rumpel hadn't killed Zelina. See, this is the, the <laughs> town line gun thing. Like, you're blaming all of the other people. Just don't do the fucking thing that caused the problem, Emma. Hope tells you, stay out of it. Just stay out of it. That's it. That's all I had to do. Stay out of it. Don't, don't fuck it up. And she couldn't do that. Just don't. She, she, she like, stepped on a twig. No, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about the part where you choose to bring someone back from the past. Oh, yeah, that was dumb. And that's Zelina. But that's not the whole problem. That is the whole problem that wouldn't have... If Zelina... But they wouldn't even have been there. Stop making excuses for Emma's dumb shit. Zelina doesn't come back to the present if Emma doesn't fuck up, okay? This is not Rumpel's fault. But he doesn't kill her again. He should have. <laughs> I know. That's the other thing that is weird to me. Like, there's no way in hell he would forgive her for killing Neil. Well, he made a deal with her. What was the deal? He's dying in the hospital and she gives him... That potion of like the restoration of the heart or whatever it's called, and she says, "I will give this to you if you don't touch me." Okay, and he agrees. That's fair. <laughs> but before then, he definitely should have been trying to kill her. But also, he didn't, he didn't know about her before that. Oh no, 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 I mean before she comes back to life. Like he should have been trying to kill her up until the point in which he kills her in the jail cell. Yeah, I just don't agree. Of course you don't. You never agree when we should kill a woman. But <laughs> Felix has to die. Little, little I didn't lost. say Felix has to die. I said Felix could die. Okay. The <laughs> fact that you think Felix, who up until this point has killed no one on screen, deserves to die more than Cora and Zelina says a lot about you. And none of it is good. None of it is good. Is it, is it, is it bad? Yeah. Killing children is worse than killing adults. <laughs> I think we accept he's this. basically an adult. <laughs> They're all old. Okay, but is he a killing machine like the other two? We don't know. You're right, but we do know the other two are killing machines. <laughs> okay, we have been babbling for a very long time. Yes. Uh, are there any characters or relationships that you would like to discuss that we didn't talk about? Uh, well, let's see. Who should we touch on? We've already touched on Rumpel and Belle. Unfortunately, Rumpel and Neil. The only thing I'll say is, is that killing Neil was such a mistake. He was such yeah. an intricate part. I feel Rumpel like was. he must have had, it must have been a contractual thing. Even if he couldn't appear, Neil is a character you keep off screen. Every time Henry didn't have to be involved, you can be like, he's hanging mm-hmm. out with his father. Problem solved. You just don't do that. Don't. And also, it just made Rumpel so much more interesting. Like, yeah. his son is around. Or even Regina's like, you have to be on better behavior because you want to be a better man for your son. You lose that, and you lose a big part of Rumpel. Like, a part of him dies. Rumpel and Regina, yeah, I'm just calling season six non-canon, as I agree with Screen Rant and TV Guide. It's the thing that no one wanted and no one agrees with, and they're not really romantic. Um, we never... Cora and Rumpel never interact again, which is unfortunate. No, they don't. I would have loved to have seen Rumpel and Rose McGowan in the Underworld. 
yeah. That would have been fun. I don't actually think we see Rose McGowan in the underworld. We see Barbara Hershey. Yeah. Even that would have been fun to see. Well, why would it be Rose McGowan? Why would it be Robbie Kay? Because he never gets old. I don't know. I guess he does. Malcolm dies. Yeah. Malcolm is the one who dies. That's true. That's true. Um, and if it's hell, it should be the not the thing that you want. Um, I think they probably just couldn't get the actor. Though we see the actor again, I think, in the Dark Fairy episode. He was yeah, mm-hmm. briefly. Um, I feel like Rumple and Henry don't really interact much later in the series. Well... They have a couple times. That's one of the other things that really bothers me about 5B. Hell. Before... Is 5B hell? 5B's hell. 5A's Camelot, 5B's hell. It 80s. must be when they come back and then Henry goes to New York with the with the crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, cool. I, I understand that what... what Henry did, like, we go back to the, like, let's destroy magic, which oh, is God. so stupid. So like, stupid moves by you try Henry. to write magic But now, of all of the sudden, Rumple just, like, doesn't give a shit about Henry? I'm like, what the fuck, man? I know. Just <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like, now I'm supposed to believe that his grandson, who is his son's son, the thing he cares about the most... He just doesn't give a shit. He just doesn't give a shit? Which, again, I think part of it with Neil being dead is like they just forgot about that. It's just bad. But they, they do remember at several other points, like in 4, yeah. when the when the Snow Queen's going to cast the curse, he says, you do what you want, I take Belle and Henry. Yeah. And he, like, mentions Henry. And I will protect them both. It, yeah. It's just writing consistency or something. Um, we get we get a little Rumple and Pan reunion in 5B. It's funny that Pan still thinks that he can trick Rumple. Or that Rump, like, I, it's not even, like, it. there has to be some, he, he tries to, like, offer him a deal that, like, Rumble wouldn't want. And he also doesn't even appear to him Pan as, like. Pan got dumb. Pan <laughs> did get dumb. If you were trying to convince Rumple to, like, help you, shouldn't you be, like, Malcolm? Like, he has no affection for Pan. Yeah, I don't. It blows my mind. I don't like Rumple and Zelina. I just never enjoy them. They're not fun to me. I don't think they have energy other than just, like, hate each other energy. I, I kind of like the... I think their flashbacks are more interesting than what Their happens. flashbacks are interesting. Because right. I, I, I think, I mean, Zelina is, Zelina is just for so many reasons. Um, but the, I thought it was pretty interesting because he starts to train her in magic and mm-hmm. she's more powerful than Regina. Yeah. Um, she could have done it. Yeah. yeah Multiple but he, ways, yeah. He, he doesn't, he can't choose her to cast the curse because he is the thing that she loves most. Which I didn't like that. I, uh, no, I, I, know I don't think that. that it, I don't think that it's romantic. I think that it's more about Zelina had no one and he's the only person that ever believed in her, especially the thing that she was very good at and cared yeah. about the most. Like he, he saw something in her that was important to her. And I think that that's what the love is. It's weird that they, like, then weirdly pervert it. Like, if you were going to go for that, then that's the way it should have stayed. Yeah, I Um, I agree with that. Because, you know, one of the things we both talk about is we like how this show, there are many types of love, right? Felix and Pan, he loved him because he always believed in him. Same with, like, Rumpel and um, Zelina. But, yeah, they, they turn it into this weird quasi-sexual, but not sexual, but... Well, and it's pretty clear that Rumple does not return the affection. Well, but he's the one who, like, initiates it in 3B, but he he's does trying... He does it on purpose. He does it on purpose. he's trying to get away. Uh-huh, but she's into it. Yeah, she's very into <laughs> it, which is why she's so mad when she yeah. knows what the trick is. Um, yeah, I just... Their relationship... And then, yeah, once she kills Neil, there's no coming back from that. Like, it's just not a good move. Like, that... And that was a wasted kill. Like, if you're gonna take that away, that has to be... Black Fairy killing Neil would have been 
okay, I'm going to spend the rest of my time finding the way to kill her. But that was a waste. Rumble and Hook end up being one of the better relationships, yeah, which agreed. is shocking. Um, but it's more Nook than Hook. Yeah. Uh, which, that's a weird thing on its own. We'll get to that when we get to the Emma Deep Dive, which I'm assuming you'll want to do at some point. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Uh, I don't remember much about Rumple and Alice because that's all contained in Seven. But I do... I do like that he makes the right choice. It's weird. He, he turns back into the Rumpel. And they, after he makes that choice, they develop this kind of like sweet relationship. Like he goes to visit her in the house that she lives in. Like and they, Rumpel they, and, they, uh, they like play chess. Like Rumpel and Henry. Yeah. It's weird. And in Hyperion Heights, yeah. uh, they have that like she's like one of his informants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she uh, she's sort of like kind of awake, but it's kind of depicted of her being crazy. Like she she remembers things and people just tell her she's crazy. She has the problem that Jefferson talks yes, about. Yes, exactly. The multiple lives, multiple in, lives her in her head. Yeah. Um, but he has like a very sweet relationship with her. Mm-hmm. He like brings her sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like them together. It's the way like we like together. Yeah. Like it's 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 weird that they just. Pivoted like that. Um, it's unfortunate because Rumpel is my favorite character, but it's basically you have to ignore everything from yeah. 3B to 7. Yeah. Um, and that's a damn shit. And look, Rumpel turning into a true villain would have been fine. I wouldn't have minded him just going completely off the deep end. Like if, if Neil's death had triggered something inside of him where he just went completely in, or like the darkness completely consumed him, the dark one's fun. But they like, I don't know, they, they, they just didn't do it right. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm good. I really enjoy talking about Rumpel because I like the character. He's not very popular on. He's, like, arguably the best character in Once Upon a Time. Most of the people, like, again, going back to that psycho subreddit, they hate Rumple. Hate Rumple. I don't understand that. He's the reason the show is good. <laughs> These are all the same people who think Mila was great and didn't deserve it. Regina and Rumple are the reason the show is good. <laughs> I'm with you. Like, we're on the same page here. Period. I mean, I like a lot of the other characters, but, like, they are the reason the show is good. I, I think there are some characters who the show doesn't work with out. And actually, when they go to Seven, that's why I think Seven can still work, because they still have Regina and Rumpel. I think you needed younger Henry still. Yeah. I just wasn't. It was, yeah. There yeah. were two. And, yeah. I, and I actually like some of the new characters, like both Alice and Robin. And I was just, like, having a hard time. What they should have done is brought some of the characters in that we knew a little bit about. And then wanted more of Whale and Ruby mm. and Sydney and all of those side characters, they could have jumped to main character status. That would have been fine. And then you add in like an Alice. I also, I, I will admit, I don't like the Nook thing. That was a cheap cop out to me. Just bring Hook in the damn thing. I mean, they just couldn't figure, like, it just wouldn't make sense for him to come without Emma. It's a curse! Yeah, it would. <laughs> it's a goddamn curse! I like the daughter thing, though. I do. With Alice. Why? You like how it happened. I do not like how it happened. Once Upon a Time Riders. Come on. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I thought it was interesting yeah. to have him have a very different motivation that yeah. is not Emma. <laughs> because, because I know, because if they had brought over regular Hook, this, the motivation would have been the same. It would have been the same motivation. I love that you have accepted that Hook is a lot better. All right. Let me... Let me just, I, there's, I agree with a lot of these things. I know I've said them. I don't disagree with anything that I've said. I, I am a hook and I'm a shipper. I am. Even though you're on the record. Yep. About. 
Because I think that you could still make the character more interesting, but that doesn't mean that they can't also get together. It's part of the reason why I like that season three finale so much. Just because you believe something doesn't make it true. (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast about a TV show that we like. I can believe whatever the fuck I want. I have the heart of the truest believer. No, you don't. No, you don't. No one who believes in killing people the way you do has the heart that you are ruled out as much as i am ruled out i like revenge too much you like weird torture killing too much i don't like it i'm just saying if you're gonna do it do it right (laughs) all right we have kept you listening to us for a real long time so uh that's gonna conclude our rumble deep dive and uh, please be sure to join us next time when we go back to our regularly scheduled programming and watch Season 3, Episode 14, The Tower. We'll see you next time. <laughs>